Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Our one correction, I said Len Bias, uh, our guy Bob Dwyer uh, texted me, what's up Bob? It was Hank Gathers that collapsed on the court uh, and passed away later on, so my apologies. All right. But yeah, so. Good looking out, Bob Dwyer. How about that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. All right, Jerry. Uh, oh, it's I know yeah. what it is. It's five twenty-five. Well, I promise you, we'll give you more up, uh, updates and information as it comes in. Right now, we've got nothing for you, so we continue on with nonsensical sports, of course. And it is a Tuesday. It is almost five twenty-five, and that means it is time for the Week Seventeen edition of the El Duke's fraudulent list of five favorite teams. I tell you right now, Jerry, you're going to have a problem at the end of the list. You're going to have a problem. For a di- Philadelphia can't be in. You're going to have a problem for a reason that you haven't had a problem before. This is going to be a new problem. I'm going to present to you something that's going to present to you a new problem okay. on the fraudulent five list. But it's who is on the list, Jerry. It's, I, I understand. It's your list. So these are teams are currently like rooting it. for. You'll see some, Jerry, that show up every week. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, we'll yeah, continue yeah. Uh, number one. Right. I'm still rooting for the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, how nice of you. It's, it's great. I'm throwing Pat. my support behind them, Jerry. You've been throwing your support. Yes. So the Kansas City Chiefs, nothing shocking there. Number two, Jerry, since my childhood, you know my love of the Dallas Cowboys. I don't want you. Still continues, and I'll be rooting hard for them. You no, know, you won't be rooting hard for I them because be. you barely watch them. Although, if it comes to pass, what do I do here? Because number three, I've got Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, God. I actually think in that situation, Jerry, a Cowboys-Bucks game. You're rooting for the Cowboys. Yeah. You were a Cowboy yeah. fan growing up. Yeah, You're rooting, rooting for, for the, the Cowboys. Cowboys. By the way, you think that game is Saturday night or Sunday at 425, that playoff game? Saturday night. That I feels think so, like, too. That feels like a sexy Saturday night type of game. I have to agree with you. Tom Brady against America's team. Yeah. And I also think the Giants are going to end up at 1 o'clock on Sunday, so you're not going to have two NFC games on Sunday. Oh, okay. That's just my guess. Yeah, I don't, right. What do I know? Who knows? All right, Terry. So of the, uh, for the fraudulent five, the first three, Chiefs, Cowboys, Bucks. Okay. Fair enough. You're going to have a problem with the, uh, the, the next two. The last two? two? Oh, yeah. Geez. You're not taking the Eagles. 
anymore. They've lost I'm two not, in a Jerry, row. no. The Eagles are frauds. Why would I have a problem? I'm going to go with, I love this Aaron Rodgers situation and the I Green have, Bay No, Packers. you're a fraud. I don't have a problem with that. You don't have a problem that. with that, no, do you, Jerry? He's Aaron Rodgers. He's Aaron Rodgers. That don't impress me much, in. but, you know, whatever. But this is like going into week 18. Where did he come back from douchey to rootable again for you? That's a great question. Because you couldn't stand him for much <laughs> of the season. stand him. Yeah. I don't know. But I got to tell you that Tracy Wilson interview after uh, Sunday Sunday's game, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I love casual, confident, fun-loving He's Aaron always Rogers. been casual and confident. Yeah, but he was douchey. Well, absolutely. Because he's Aaron Rodgers. Right. Yeah. So I'm picking Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. My yeah, final whatever. team, though, Jerry. And you said we have a problem with this one, too? Well... San Francisco again, no? No. Not Br- Brock Purdy's off the list? He's off the list. You know why? Because because teams that I like, Bucks, Cowboys, yeah. might eventually face them, and I can't be rooting for them now. The Bucks are going to play the Cowboys next week. I know, but one of them might end up facing the Niners. I don't understand. Deep, 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 me neither. Okay. Quite frankly, Jerry. It doesn't. I'm rooting for the Detroit Lions. Oh, that's... Why would I have a problem? You've rooted for Because I'm rooting for the Packers and the Detroit Lions. You're a fraud. What difference does it make? You put the Eagles on your list, you Cowboy fan. You just put Tom Brady and the Bucks on the list. They're going to play the Cowboys in the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> I'm worried about you well, taking two teams from the NFC North. Who cares? Well, we don't know that for sure. But what we know for sure is that Sunday is Lions-Packers. I'm rooting for both of them. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. This is perfect for you because you can't lose. I can't lose you can't Sunday lose, night. Rock. That's right. You're gonna you're gonna come out a winner, some way, shape, or form on Sunday night with that game. Correct. And I know you love Dan Campbell. Love Dan Campbell. I love the idea that the Lions don't make the playoffs very often. Although more, more often like ever, more often than the Jets. Well, everyone makes the playoffs more insane. often than the Jets. Correct. You know who I've become a big fan of? Who? Um, just of his play. I'm on Ross St. Brown. That guy is. I like his name as well. He is. He's pretty cool. damn good. Pretty damn good. It's cool to say his name. All right, name. so what are the five again? Just run through it again real quick. Chiefs, Cowboys, Bucks, Lions, Packers. And that's an original five because you haven't had that combination all season I have long. not had that combination. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Speaking of, you had a question, Jerry. You said, when did uh, Aaron Rodgers go from a douchey to being a fan? I saw Boomer Esiason making headlines, Jerry. Making headlines oh, I saw this with across Mac Jones. America. Yeah, he was on the uh, Boston, uh, our station up there, WEEI, every Monday, right? Every Monday, and I guess he was really throwing haymakers up there, saying Mac Jones is douchey was the phrase. I don't disagree with him. He says like, his looks, his face, his gestures, his gestures. I don't know about his looks and his face. I, I'll let that leave that to Boomer. Douchey face. I thought he's watching. I saw a lot of that game. Um, on Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, I don't even know. Sunday, I guess it was. Sunday. I saw a lot of that game before we f- we took off. I actually saw almost all of it. And his gestures are douchey. <laughs> yes. They just are. The way he points. Yeah. And I get, you can make that case for a lot of guys. I don't know why it doesn't come across great with him. I don't know why. I'll tell you what Boomer said in that interview. 
and I think he's correct because he said, and up there another quarterback that's a longtime New England Patriot, Tom Brady. He said Tom Brady could be douchey. Absolutely. But Tom sure. Brady backs it up on the field. He wins. And that's the difference. Yeah. Like, he's got the – not only does he win, he has had so much experience, the most experience ever – that you can yell at your lineman. He's like you the can. godfather of the league right now. Yeah. Mac Jones can't be over there right. showing up the lineman. Hey, go do something first. And have it a douchey face. I couldn't agree with you more. And I just wondered as I was reading that article. You know people have Google alerts for themselves. Yes. So do you think that gets to Mac Jones that Boomer size and called him douchey? Uh, and does it get to Tom Brady that Boomer size and called him douchey but deservedly can be douchey? Because of his experience. I think if you're that level of, so like, there are going to be articles written about Mac Jones every day in Boston. I think that's probably turned off. You'll okay. wake up, you'll have 77 <laughs> notifications every day. Google alert, Google alert, Google alert. I mean, it's not me and you getting one every whatever. Right. Oh, I, did Andrew Marshan mention the warm-up right, show? <laughs> and the 100 share. Um, no, I, I, don't, I don't know. It's a good question. I would say no. Yeah. I would say no. By the way, how about, and I know you guys talked about this yesterday. Yeah. But the notion that people were, you know, Tom Brady's worst season of his career is clearly over. Yeah. It's enough. I've been telling you all year, if these guys would catch the damn ball, he is throwing it fine. Even in that game Sunday where he throws for 432, there were three drops in that game, and there was one catch, I think it was Godwin, who just fumbles the football at the 30-yard line after making a catch and then trying to cover up, and he still fumbles the ball. Like, even on a day where he was, I think, 35 of 44, 25 of 30, I forget what his numbers were. He only misfired on 10 throws. He throws for fourth, and it could have been better even still. And the the passes he was throwing, the Crisp. bombs. Oh, my God. And the, how the ball would go out of the yes. screen and then whoop. Drops it right in. Yeah, drops it right in. I mean, and that he guy, had, he's got five more years left in him easy, for God's sakes. And he had won one of the touchdowns to uh, Mike Evans where – and I know this is a quarterback skill, but he never looked that way. I heard you and CeeLo talking about this. Like, day. he legitimately never looked. Right. And spun. He was looking left, looking left, looking left, <laughs> pop it right, throw. Yeah. He had to know he was going to be open because he, he didn't even have time, I didn't think, to see if he was open. I think what CeeLo said is right. That's by design. You're looking left, drawing the safety, trying to read oh, your so eyes. Oh, so you know you got one-on-one no now matter what. Now you've got Mike Evans one-on-one with no help over the top. But to even know how far down the field he was at that time, the guy's arm everything. is phenomenal. Tremendous. That's why I know that sounds like it's a pipe dream. Yeah. If I was the Jets, what do you want? $50 million for three years? Yes. Let's go. What did Aaron Rodgers get? We'll top it. We'll take it. Uh, yes. Yeah, we'll go over it. No, it sounds ridiculous. I know that. But I, I, I would make that phone call. And I think you were mentioning this off the air, but uh, about the players wanting to play. Yeah, uh, the, he know, wants to play Sunday. Yeah, and I guess Todd Bowles said the Bucks starters are playing. Yeah, it's good, even I, though it's um, is it is it that's I, a completely meaningless game for them? Yeah, they're the four. They won the oh, NFC South. Okay. They can't oh, move. Right, right. They're eight and eight. They're not going anywhere. Correct. They have right. the home game. That's the situation. I love it. You get paid to play. You stay sharp by playing. Go out and play. Right. How many times did we have we God. seen where they rest the guys and then they come out flat in the wild card game and then yeah. Stay in rhythm. Keep like if I'm the Giants, I I understand. I really do. Like I get the the draw and the pull to sit guys. You don't want them to get hurt. I I get it. But this is also what they do for a living. And if I'm 
Like if I was if I was Daniel Jones, he I thought he played great on Sunday. I would want to get out there. Now you want to pull me in the fourth quarter because the game is meaningless. Fair enough. I want my reps though. I want to get out there. Now I also might have in my mind get rid of the ball maybe a little, even a little quicker because I. But I want to get out there. I want to play. I want to throw the ball and I want to get hit again. Like Patrick Mahomes said, you got to get out there in the preseason, feel it. Let's go and get ready for the playoff game. Yeah, I would be if I if I was doing designed runs for Daniel Jones, get him out of bounds a little more. I don't know that I would call the designed runs in a game like this for yeah. him. Or if you but in, to your point, unless I you knew you could get out of bounds. Yes, not these runs up the middle. What he does sometimes. I thought what Chris said was accurate though too yesterday. Uh, we were talking about he's a big kid. I he mean, is. Daniel Jones. He is not a five eleven quarterback. He's a big. He's fella. punishing people that are hitting him. So, all right, we got to take a break. It is 25 in front of six. It is Al and Jerry till the top of the hour. Boomer and Geo then. Still lots more to do right here on The Fan.